Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Uncapped Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sands. This week, as always, we're presented by the Roast House Pub, Frederick's finest family-owned local craft beer dispensary and eatery, always serving the finest beer and food. And this week, we have Katie Curl from Brookville Beer Farm in. Hey, how are you? Doing well. How about you? Good. So unfortunately, uh, Phil, one of the owners, was unable to make it today, but I'm sure Katie knows everything that we want to know about Brookville. (laughs) Well, I hope. Have you been there from the beginning? Um, I've been there since October, so not quite the beginning. Um, It opened last July, like the July before last, Um, and then I came on in October, um, and I've been there ever since. Now, looking at the website, are there there are two partners? Yeah, so it's Tim and Phil. Um, Phil is kind of like the hands-on owner. Um, Tim owns um, a landscaping business that our farm is on, so he um, is Phil's business partner. Okay, at all. so was it Tim's? Is he had that farm for a while, and that that's I why would. it was on that location? Uh huh. Yep. And they could. Um, by how beautiful the farm is, it definitely makes sense that one of the owners is mm-hmm. also owns a landscaping company because <laughs> yeah. it is definitely one of the most beautiful uh, breweries, like landscaping wise, and just it's very picturesque. Oh, thank you. Yeah, a lot of work goes into that. So, so was did Phil start out? Is does he brew or does he do more of the? Uh, operations of the brewery so he's more of the business side um he kind of was looking for his next adventure um and then he was going to a ton of breweries um kind of was inspired by out in colorado and all the breweries out there and then um he went to tim and tim had this land in brookville phil lives in brookville like two seconds down the road from the brewery went to Tim and was like, hey, I love the, you know, property there. Let's make a brewery, beer farm. And then, you know, kind of came to be. So they, they were both of them been craft beer enthusiasts or? You know, Phil, yeah, he definitely loves craft beer. But I think like they've become a lot more into craft beer since this. Um, our head brewer, Kenny, he kind of like creates all the recipes and is mainly on the beer side of things. And Phil will come to Kenny and say, hey, like, we got to try to make this beer. Like, I had this great beer. Like, let's see what we can do. So. And it says on your website, Kenny was a teacher. Yeah, he was a math teacher. So I think this is the first brewery <laughs> where, and although it still falls into closely, it seems like so many brewers started out as some sort of technology type thing. So I'll mm-hmm. lump a math teacher into that. But I think he's the the first brewery we talked to where it was a the brewer was a former teacher. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yep. And is this this is, is his first job as a brewmaster? So yes, as a brewmaster, but he worked for Maryland Homebrew um, before this. And that's how Phil met Kenny. Phil was in there looking after he decided to do this project and create the brewery. He was at Maryland Homebrew, met Kenny. They got to talking. And then eventually Phil was like, hey, you want to be our head brewer? And so Kenny took his homebrew experience. Kenny has been homebrewed all throughout college and took all that experience and then put it on a massive scale and is making some really great beer. So it's super exciting. So what do you have a certain styles that Brookville specializes in or is it just across the board anything? Yeah, it's kind of across the board anything. We're always trying to, you know, have new beers and keep it fresh, use locally and source 
or locally sourced ingredients. So, you know, what you can find on our farm or neighbor's farms, we're super into that and just making as high quality and local beer as possible. What all are you growing is grown on the farm that you're using? We have hops um, that go into our beers and then we have different berries. Um, We have honey, which goes into a couple of our beers. Um, The beehives are pretty crazy. Um, and then we have mushroom logs. Haven't made a beer with mushrooms yet, but yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, s- are you aware of any mushroom based beers? No, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how that would be used. And I'll have to keep an eye out to see if you start using mushrooms <laughs> to, and so where the building itself, was that built as purpose built? brewery or was it already there and converted into the brewery yeah so it was already there that building actually has a super interesting story um the building was there it used to be a landscaping um place before we created the brewery so phil saw that and like kind of saw you know the beams and thought hey this would be a great place to make a brewery um and then it got converted with a lot of hard work into the tasting room and then the brew house or the brewery part of it um, but before that, it was in Baltimore, the main um, pavilion kind of that our building is made around it was in Baltimore and it was transported, I believe, either in the 70s or the 80s to that location. What was it used for in Baltimore? So it was, <laughs> I don't want to misquote it, um, but my be- my understanding is that it was a concert pavilion for a facility for alcoholic priests and nuns or priests and nuns that you know had some issues um way back when so it like kind of has come full circle now and we sell beer out of it so so what do you know the story behind it being transported transported? like why did they decide to move it from yeah it seems like a lot of trouble yeah it does but i'm not exactly sure i'm sure it was like they fell in love with the architecture and just wanted it so they brought it over um and then the other piece of the the it's called a pergola it's the thing that sits up at the top of our building it's kind of the most um iconic part of the brewery um that was at in shady grove as like a concert venue so like people like the jackson five um and then a few others have performed under it so they the guy that had the nursery there he had transported that as well that's pretty cool so it's kind of built from all over when um, what was it used for when it was landscape? Was it storage or? I'm not sure. I'm sure it was, like it was probably what they sold out of or their building. Um, I know that like where our little office is, that was their office before as well. So um, okay, yeah. Is the landscape? Is he still running the landscaping business, or is it? No. Did he sell that or close it or what? Yeah, that I think that's been closed okay. for a while. So now he's dedicated just brewing beer on the farm and well and growing oh so tim wasn't the one to transport it um that was a different landscaping oh, company okay. that oh was on that gotcha, gotcha sorry got, got you a little there's confused. a lot of a lot of landscaping companies <laughs> there <laughs> so in your that's um it's in northern montgomery county mm-hmm. fairly close to waradaka and is mm-hmm. that those are the only two breweries in that general area right you mm-hmm. probably the next closest are when you get into frederick yeah. Or maybe mm. growlers. Yeah. It, or mm. if you go south. So we're fairly close to, well, I think Silver Springs close because I'm from Rockville. So like Denison's, you know, we're, we kind of lump ourselves with 
Denison, Seven Locks, um, Weridaka, because we're the Montgomery County breweries. Okay. So. The, had, when the t- times I've been there, it was packed. Mm-hmm. If in I so I was kind of I didn't realize, um, it had been open for such a short amount of time. Were like were you open and it was packed from the beginning, or was it just a rapid growth to, to building to that? I think it was just packed from the very beginning. You know, it was something that the community wanted and everybody around just was so excited when this opened up and so now people will come out and they'll like post up all day so they'll come into our fields if you ever drive by you'll just see like a massive mob of people on a nice Saturday out with their families and their kids and their dogs and I think it was just you know kind of something that everybody was like hey this is so cool and then you know grew and grew and grew. Do you hold a lot of events there? Um, it depends. Mainly we kind of keep it just to the tasting room because it's so busy in itself. Um, but people will come and they'll have birthday parties there. They'll have like a few charity fundraisers there on the slower nights. And it, are um, is Brookfield distributing at all? Or you... We self-distribute. Okay. So we're in probably close to 20 to 30, anywhere in that range, um, restaurants um, throughout Montgomery County, um, a little bit into Baltimore. Are you distributed in Frederick at all? Not yet. Why are you ignoring us? I know. You guys are a little bit far. Well, no, what do you mean? <laughs> We're a little bit. I would argue, you know, I'm, at some point I'm going to map it. I bet <laughs> you are closer to Frederick than you are to Denizens. <laughs> or Probably. definitely closer than to Baltimore. <laughs> Although, no, you're kind of in the middle there. Yeah. Well, we're, I guess, well, Mount Airy, we're in... I forget what restaurant we're in. Well, that in may area, not count because that may be in Carroll <laughs> County. It's all right. I guess you just don't like us. One day. Soon. Hopefully soon. We'll get, we'll get you guys some of our beers. So unfortunately, you've, you've never been on tap at uh, Rose House Pub. No. Which would be a great time for me to mention that they are a sponsor of the Uncapped Podcast. And they yeah. serve a lot of great beers. Unfortunately, not... Um, not Brookville, <laughs> because you are neglecting Frederick <laughs> County. Maybe we'll have to change that. But but if you <laughs> check out the Digital Pour app, have you ever seen, uh, looked at Digital Pour? Mm-mm. So it's it's like it's kind of like the untapped um, boards, okay. where some breweries are using those to give their what, like what they have, and but there's an, a competing one, Digital Pour, and that's what Rose House Pub uses. So like whenever you decide to distribute in. Frederick County and if Roast House carrying it if you go on a Roast House website they have a grid showing what's on tap mm-hmm. um and it it even shows you how much left in the keg um that's awesome and there's an app that well, I don't need to bring it up but it, on in the app it's a digital sp- pour specific app so it shows you everywhere that's using their um draft list board so you can see what what's on tap everywhere um, but hopefully someday when you look at the one for Roast House Pub on their website or in the app, you'll be able to see Brookfield Beers Farm. Um, but coming up September 13th, they'll be having a Bell's Beer Barbecue and Bluegrass Night with five, $4 Bell Pours. And September 26th, the one I'm excited for is the Oscar Blues Taco Beer Dinner. That sounds nice. I, everyone loves beer and tacos. <laughs> which they'll be featuring $4 Oscar blue pours. 
So once again, thank you to Roast House Pub for supporting the Uncapped Podcast. And now I'll go back. Well, maybe I won't give you a hard time anymore. <laughs> so you're on tapped at restaurants and in are bottles only available at the brewery or are you in stores also? So right now bottles are available in a few um, stores. So we're at Roots and Olney, um, Dawson's Market in Rockville, and then Mom's Organic Market. So there's, they have our bottles. There's a Mom's in Frederick. Oh, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to remember all this stuff and see, see about getting us in there. So up until this point, you've only bottled, but now you're We're excited to tell release. us about. Yes, our first ever can release. Um, I'm super excited about it. A lot of hard work's gone into it. Um, it's September 16th at 10 a.m. We're going to release three styles in 16-ounce cans. So that we'll four, four packs? Four packs. Mm-hmm. What will you be releasing? We're going to be releasing um, Hop Envy, which is a New England double IPA. Um, Hugo Culture, which is our Oktoberfest, and then um, Mary Ann, which is um, American Blondale, but brewed with peaches um, that are dredged in uh, different spices like cinnamon. Oh, cool. Are the peaches local? Yes. Yes. We picked those from Larry Land Farm. So I personally picked them myself, 300 pounds, with the help of the owner's son. Did you also have to pit them and do all that work or was that <laughs> I helped a little bit but that was primarily the head brewer um and then a couple other friends that helped him out with that but it was an all-day process so how much how many peaches went into that although I'm sure it was m- measured more in hundreds of pounds and not yeah I, number of peaches I, w- I think it was eight bushels so if you know that would take me a little bit to do that math but a lot of peaches I have pictures. <laughs> how many, um, how much of each style will be available? So we're d- we brewed um, 10 barrels of each style. So 210 cases of each style we have available um, for sale. Okay. What, are there any limits? Yeah. Or, okay. So unfortunately, we, you know, we want to get it into as many hands as possible. Um, so we're putting a low limit on it. Um, it's going to be two, four packs per style is the limit up to one case. Are you expecting to um, sell out that day or do you think people will be able to come in throughout the weekend? You know, it's it's hard to tell because it's our first one. We would love to sell out that first day. Um, But good time to mention as well that our cans are, a few of our cans are also going to be available Friday night at Gillies, which is um, a restaurant in Rockville. And, or a beer store in Rockville, and then Downtown Crown on Saturday. They're getting like a few cases each of each style. I really need to go there sometime. They seem to get everything mm-hmm. um, limited and amazing. Yeah, both two really good stores. So in my off time, I'm often there checking out their selection. Uh, what can you, what do you have any the tasting notes or anything more you could tell us about Hop Envy? So Hop Envy. Um, because I have a feeling that's yeah. probably the one that people will be most excited, excited about. about. That's so funny that you say that because my boss and I are going back and forth about which one we think is the most exciting. And I think Marianne is the most exciting. He thinks Hot Fendi is the most exciting. Well, I mean, fruited beers are definitely very popular now. Yeah. Um, and that sounds good, but I, I just don't know if that can compete with the... New England double IPA. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that one, um, it's going to be, it has like fruity aroma to it. Um, super juicy. Um, a lot of hops went into that. Um, I just watched Kenny a couple days, or I guess last week, dry hop it in the fermentation tank. So, Do you know what kind of hops were used in it? Um, I would have to look it up. I can't tell you off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I'm scanning through. I don't, on your Facebook page, I'm not seeing that. Hold on. I can actually pull it up for you if you want to wait a second. I did see it was 200 pounds of fresh peaches. Oh, so that? Oh, no, that's a different that's one. That's a different Because there's less jalapeno. That had mm-hmm. to be an interesting uh, combination. It's so good. That's probably my favorite beer we have right now. It's really sweet up front, and then it just hits you with spice, but not overwhelming spice. Is it mainly it's the really taste good. of jalapeno, or is there a lot of the heat, too? It's the, it's the heat. Okay. It's definitely like the little bit of spice at the end. Um, that was actually our second batch of that. That's the 2.0. Um, version of that beer and so the first one was definitely had a lot more heat but adding the peaches it's kind of mellowed it out a little bit Um, let me pull up so is um is kenny given kind of free reign to make whatever comes into his mind or are that are phil and tim involved where they have like they kind of steer him where they they want the beer to go um you know, they definitely make suggestions, um, but Kenny's given pretty free reign and, you know, it works out really well because he can sit in the office and be super creative and try crazy new things that, you know, we would have never thought to make before. So like mixing, I don't, I don't (laughs) think I've seen a peach jalapeno beer before with wildflower, honey, other peppers, Priscilla, is that it? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for the Ready for the hops? Yes. So we have Amarillo, Galaxy, Pacifica are just a few of them. Um, Nugget hops from the farm. Um, What other kind of hops are are being uh, grown on the farm? So we have, I believe it's... And I will say that it's most likely going to be a very good new england style ipa because i don't know that i don't know that it's possible to brew a beer with galaxy hops in it that doesn't taste good yeah yeah um i know we have cascade hops northern lights um gallic or mosaic are a few that we have on the farm how many acres are dedicated to growing hops there so i'm not sure the exact acreage but our farm is located on five acres out of 14 okay probably about one acre it seems like it doesn't take that much space to produce a decent amount of usable hops. Mm-hmm. I guess because they're mainly grown vertically, so it, <laughs> you're taking a lot of space from. And I think I remember did there was a beer possibly that you were involved with brewing. Did I did I see that on Facebook at some point, or maybe it was. I may have been in attendance, but... Oh, so, <laughs> so you just posed for the picture. Not <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay. I thought I thought I had seen something, like it maybe it was a pink, pink boots type of thing, or may I just saw a picture on the Brookville's Facebook page. Oh, so you're probably thinking of the Bayless Brew, which was um, a cherry saison that our women's beer club brewed. 
Okay. So yeah, well, they like helped Kenny come up with the recipe. Um, and then a few of them were in attendance for that. So I was probably around. So what, um, is it a women's beer club just for Brookville or mm-hmm. is it? Yeah. Uh, so anyone can join, um, but it goes through Brookville beer farm. Okay. So it's technically the Brookville beer farm women's beer club. Oh, that's cool. I don't, yeah. I don't think I've heard of any other breweries that do that specifically. Who, yeah. Was it started by Brookville or was it just fans of? the brewery that started it there it was started by um our sales lady nancy so she runs it and oversees it and they meet once a month usually the first tuesday in the month and talk about women in the beer industry and kind of learn about the brewing processes and go on different field trips to other breweries i believe they had one at denison's which would make sense yeah yeah so uh, did you know that the own, Maryland's only 100% female-owned breweries in Frederick. Which one is that? I didn't know. Barley and Hops. Really? Yes. That's exciting. Maybe that needs to be a new um, destination for our women's beer club. You should, because they are... She recently took full ownership of it, and they are making amazing beer there now, so that would be a great place to... I, mean, I love their beer. <clears throat> and Attaboy... It's also Carly, uh, her and her husband own and run that. So there'd be another great place yeah. to. So how did the um, the idea to do a beer with the club come about? You know, um, I believe that was just kind of what they laid it out to be so they could be hands on. And, you know, they were learning a lot about how to brew beer. And then the next step was, OK, let's be involved in brewing beer. And, you know, it was really cool because most of these women have never brewed um, outside other than this. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how how long has it been in existence? Um, I want to say like four months now. Um, I could be a little bit off, um, but around four months. And I think I've seen um, a few things that you guys have done along those lines of collaborations with people who aren't necessarily in like other breweries or so is that something that um you guys like to do and kenny likes to do to collaborate with non-typical industry type people yeah we love to get to know our neighbors and you know do projects with people around um you know make friends and try new things like we did um with the beer blogger frank about beer christian yeah Yeah. that was the other one i was thinking yeah you guys did a a stout with mm -hmm. him yeah, and then also they collaborated with, I believe it's Mayorga Organics, which is a coffee um, company, to kind of collab to do that. So just, you know, keeping it fresh, keeping new ideas. Yeah, it's really cool. I I, I had wanted to try that stout, but well, I'm, I'm not, stouts really aren't real. One of my favorite styles. I do want to try the um, the New England that I've already forgotten the name of. Hop Envy. Hop Envy. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other exciting things coming up that you want to talk about? Um, just our tasting room, you know, the can release. Um, we're going to be doing more can releases. This isn't the only one. So we're going to try to do one, if not every month, then every other month. So definitely, you know, keeping an eye out for that. Um, that's kind of like our new exciting thing that we're doing and you know, getting people to come and enjoy the beers and have fun at the can release party. 
do you have a roadmap of beers that you're going to do for can releases or will it just be as you I'll give you a little insider I'll give you a little insider (laughs) information um the next batch we want to do all Maryland beers so we want to use all Maryland or as much Maryland um ingredients as possible for however many styles we decide to do for that can release and then down the road we're looking at doing maybe a um, barrel age series Uh, you don't there are not that many uh barrel aged beers placed in cans Mm -hmm. right now so that'd be interesting um will will they always be the four four packs of 16 ounce and you plan on doing multiple um always doing multiple styles or maybe just doing a larger release of single ones we'll probably always do multiple styles because we're on a small system and we have that flexibility um to have different batches um, and different styles to keep it super interesting. Um, but it will always, it'll typically for now be, um, the 16 ounce cans, four packs. In the, so will the, in this release, are they going are these one-off beers or is it planned to make them in a rotation? So, um, Hop Envy we've had before and Hugo Culture will brew again, but Marianne is a one-off. We won't do Marianne again. Um, but this, for now, this will be the only time they're available in cans for the foreseeable future. Okay. Are, um, it, and is that, like, I think we may have touched a little bit on it, but are most of your beer, do you do a lot of one-off beers or is it all usually usual rotation beers? So we have four styles that are always in rotation. Um, and then other than that, they're usually one-offs. Um, if they are a huge hit and our customers are like, hey, you got to bring this back, then odds are we can convince Kenny to brew it again, you know, yeah. to give people what they want. If, yeah, if people are clamoring for something, it only makes sense to mm-hmm. sell it, <laughs> sell more of it to them. Yeah, exactly. It's a, where, um, we'll wrap up and can you tell everyone where, uh, where should they find you? So you can, on like Facebook? Well, the <laughs> address, your URL, fa- Facebook page, everywhere that people should go to. Check us out. Yeah. So you can check us out on Facebook. Um, also, brookvillebeerfarm.com will give you a lot of good information. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And then always come to the brewery to see us, um, which is in Brookville, Maryland. What's that? We'll give the, the address. End. It's 20315 Georgia Avenue. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, everyone should go out and pick up some of those cans before they disappear. Yep. Don't miss the can release. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening.